Welcome to the most nutritious hour of business talk all week. This is Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. The best-run businesses run SAP. Your host and moderator is Bonnie D. Graham. You'll hear from the innovators who have learned to use game-changing technologies to shake up the status quo and help move today's businesses in new directions. Now, here's Bonnie D. Graham. Welcome, welcome, welcome is what I usually say, but I'm going to change it to welcome to the power of 15. If you want to run with the Game Changers, you're in the right place because this is where the best run, and this is... Is part two of our annual prediction special. We are looking ahead at 2019. Let me give you the formal introduction. What's the buzz? I have a quote from Laura Riding and Robert Graves from back in 1937. You may think this quote comes from other people, but this is what quote investigator says. The future is not what it used to be. Just mull that over. So good news. If your number one business wish this holiday season is knowing what 2019 holds for your company, your industry segment, the world. We have the next best thing. As I said, this is part two. We are spending six weeks this year, December 5th, 12th, 19th in 2018, and January 9th, 16th, and 23rd, bringing you predictions from 80 I said it. Eight zero thought leaders. They lined up outside my door and they said, we have predictions for your audience. They're going to share their, we call them predictions on steroid, lightning speed, two minutes each on the technologies, the strategies, the business trends that can help you, our loyal listeners all over the world, grow and compete better in 2019 and beyond. So live here today, you'll get insights from 15 thought leaders. That's right. They're all piled up waiting at the door to come on. So to my audience, and by the way, I want to thank you. More than a million of you listen to all of our Game Changer shows this year, and we are so appreciative. So pour yourself a cup of Joe, a cup of Earl, a glass of Dom, if you dare, whatever the time of day it is, and join us for SAP Game Changers Radio 2019 Predictions Part 2 Live. Let me tell you who my first four guests are. Just briefly, Ton Doby. He spells his name T-O-N-D-O-B-B-E as the founder and chief inspiration officer of value inspiration an agency that helps business software companies rethink what can be to become remarkable again second up on the panel is Joachim Nagel BU lead at Accenture software for HCM Accenture working in the IT industry for more than 20 years third up Mark Hunter he calls himself the sales hunter he's the author of two books high profit prospecting and high profit selling his blog is read by more than 100,000 people a month and he was named one of the 25 best sales blogs for the fourth year in a row by Top Sales World. And rounding out the panel is Michael Ruiz, a partner in the advisory services practice of Ernst & Young and the America's Risk Transformation Digital Leader. So welcome. Ton Doby, you're up first. Welcome. Happy holidays. And Ton, let's hit it running. What's your prediction? My prediction? Um, what, I pre- what I predict and what I see at the moment already happening is a whole new wave uh, of solutions that are about making people better rather than automating them out of a process. I mean, we've seen a lot of innovation going on in the last couple of years around AI, machine learning, and it was pretty much all focused on automation. And of course, there was a lot of uh, noise about it in the market that people are going to lose their jobs and so on. Uh, I have got the evidence. I've been speaking to over 50 pioneers in this space through my podcast and other, other means that there's now a wave coming that is actually about making people better. And I'm really happy about it. Because at the end, what the realization of this is, is that the value of solutions that are about machines plus people 
is actually surpassing the value that automation alone can bring. Um, it's, it's more than just freeing up people from mundane tasks. That's, all, that's been a, a topic that's been around for a while. You know, when you automate things, people get more time to do things. But this mm-hmm. is actually going a step further, actually helping people, creating those, those combinations whereby people can start to do things that they've never been able to do before. And I see it happening all over the place. I see it happening in, in uh, customer experience, in sales, in achieving higher project success rates, in increasing um, engagement uh, and uh, employability of students. I mean, all of these things are happening and, and the solutions are now coming to market. Um, what has specifically inspired me is that the wave of AI is now bridging or actually yeah, bridging the gap from where it was traditionally uh, typically uh, analyzing large data sets that were stored in databases, is now actually already going into the area where it starts to unlock the knowledge that we have in our heads. And that's where it really gets fascinating. So that's my prediction. More Thank automation, you, uh, sorry, more augmentation rather than automation. Thank you, Tron. And I, I neglected to mention you are the host of the weekly Value Inspiration podcast. So I wanted to get that in there. Thank you, Jochen Nagel at Accenture. You are up next. Let's have your predictions. Okay, so my prediction for 2019. So in 2019, we will see the first meaningful finds in relation to GDPR, which is the EU's General Data Protection Regulation. Mm-hmm. 2018 was the year when it became effective. And many companies worked on getting the appropriate processes in place and adjust their agreements with customers, vendors, and partners. However, considering that we continue to see high-profile data breaches, I would be really surprised if there weren't one which resulted in legal action by the EU. And this Mm -hmm. will change how companies see the risk profile in relation to this regulation. Furthermore, the discussion about fair use of data continues, and there's no final verdict on whether users see it as more important to take back control of their data or to enjoy free services. So in general, I sense a higher awareness of the whole topic in public, and it will be very interesting to see whether other economic areas will follow the example of the EU and introduce meaningful data protection regulation or, which is possible outcome as well from my point of view, whether consensus is that it's too much of an obstacle for doing business because after all, advancements in AI, as John <clears throat> talked about as well, are largely driven by being able to leverage large amount of, amounts of data. And personally, I would hope that both is possible. Being transparent about how user data is being leveraged and providing customers a choice, while at the same time advancing AI, uh, meaning uh, or artificial, sorry, artificial intelligence mm-hmm. or augmented intelligence use cases in a responsible way, which is another discussion I feel is just getting started because I think it's important um, to, well, take everyone along for the ride and have a positive outcome for, well, businesses and society ultimately. 
Thank you very much. When you talk about privacy, I wonder, we've talked about this on many of our Game Changers shows, just a side comment from me, Joachim, that uh, it's like the horse is out of the barn. Why are you closing the door now? We, we don't, people don't even realize what they're sharing. They don't know what, what cookies are on the websites they're going to. They don't know how much of their data that's stored somewhere is still there. So I'm just going to rest my case. I hope we figure it out. I think we really need to. And thank you so much, Mark, the sales hunter. Hunter, you are up next predictions please mark hey the prediction is you well not you bonnie it's (laughs) everyone out there the prediction is really it is this is going to be the era of you and when i mean you it really comes down to three very simple words simplicity authenticity and trust and just as the previous people have talked about in terms of what's out there on the internet and all the regulations and so forth we are moving into an era where people want simplicity. And simplicity is going to mean less because they want to self-cocoon themselves in terms of their data and everything else. And this is going to become real because what is it about? It's people are craving for authenticity and trust. You don't have to look very far in the media to see all of the discussions about everything that's not authentic and everything that's not trustworthy. But see, this is what people are craving for, authenticity, and trust. And whether it be an app, whether it be a software, whether it be a tool, whatever it is, it's how do we make it simple for you to be able to have an authentic, trustworthy relationship with one other person. You know, we've moved from broadcast media down to narrow media. Now it's down to one-to-one media. And that's what the future is going to hold. Thank you. That was very provocative and very profound, and I was glad to hear it was going to be the era of me, even if I'm one of the multitudes of yous. Thank you very much, Mark Hunter. Michael Ruiz, join us. My voice is cracking. Michael, two minutes. Predictions, go. Sounds good. Bonnie, pleasure for uh, being here again. Thank you so much. And as you mentioned, my role at EY is leading digital for America's risk transformation. So my prediction is going to pertain to digital uh, applied to risk and compliance. So I I love what was said earlier about using digital to make people better, and I truly believe that as well. Uh, I predict that this year we're going to see some fascinating applications of digital technology to accelerate and enhance risk and compliance programs, right? Part of it is how do we handle things like privacy, et cetera. Uh, All of this is tying together. Um, Technologies like robotic process automation, artificial intelligence, deep analytics, cloud, you name it. Um, And and this is going to be done in a way that's a little different this year, I believe. So uh, I think trust is going to start being built into the design of these technologies. So that companies shift from worrying about creating downside risk by using them uh, and instead just able to focus on capturing the upside risk, right, the opportunities. So we're seeing companies make these big bets, better coordinating efforts to drive smart adoption of these new new tools, um, focusing on trusted security architecture, well-thought-out governance and operating models, um, streamlining approaches to apply the controls, just to name a few. And as a result, I believe companies this year are going to use these digital technologies, enhance their ability to understand the risks they have more quickly, connect the dots throughout the organization more seamlessly, uh, and more nimbly drive thoughtful risk response to create a competitive advantage that they all want. Um, So I, I love to hear these same top that others are mentioning about trust, about, you know, augmenting what we as humans can do. Uh, So I'm excited for the new year, Bonnie, and uh, I think you should be too. 
Thank, well, I certainly am. Thank you very much. This is going to be the era of you and the era of me and everybody. Thank you very much. And I have a quick shout out to Surendra Reddy, who was supposed to be on the show. He is very ill somewhere in Europe. We send you get well wishes. He is the CEO of Quantiply Corp. He's been on several times during the year. So sending him a get well. Now it's time to quickly go around the table and let's see what our panelists will be drinking for New Year's or what you're planning for Christmas or just some celebratory drink. Ton Doby, talk to me quickly. What, what's in your cup today or this season? For me, it's Prosecco. I mean, yes, All I right. Drink. Monsieur Nagel, what will you be drinking this season? Well, I, I'll go for mulled wine. It, it's I, the season. Could be a bit colder, but still, it's the drink before Christmas for me. And you know what? When I was saying in the opening of the show, mull this over, I wanted to say have some mulled wine, and you read my mind. How dare you? <laughs> Thank you very much. Mark Hunter, what are you drinking this holiday? It is coffee. I love coffee. Send me whatever your favorite bean is. I'll grind it. I'll drink it. I'll enjoy it. Black. Lovely. Thank you. Michael Ruiz, what are you drinking this holiday? For me, it has to be Mexican Christmas punch. Grew up with it uh, my whole life, so it's very fragrant, warm, and just comforting for the season. Oh, I'm going to have to go find me a recipe for that. Thank you very much to my four opening panelists, Ton Doby. Thank you, Yaka Nagel. Thank you, Mark Hunter. Thank you, Mac Ruiz. Thank you. If you're just tuning in, we are galloping along at a very fast pace. This is Coffee Break with Game Changers, if you're keeping track, and I have to. Episode number 351 since we started October 5th, 2011. This is Game Changers 2019 Predictions Part 2 Live. We're going to take a quick break, open the phone lines for our next four guests, and you better stay tuned. We have a lot more coming. So, you know the drill. Just hang around. Aaron, we'll be right back. Out. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. The time for enterprise mobility is now, according to IDC. By 2013, over 1.19 billion workers worldwide will be using mobile technology, comprising 34.9% of the workforce. The impact of mobility on business is clear. Increasing numbers of business users are expected to handle critical tasks and decision-making in real time, no matter where they are. SAP and Sybase and SAP Company offer mobile applications and underlying infrastructure with integration to SAP. SAP Systems for secure access to business processes anytime, anywhere, and on any device. www.sap.com. Business news and discussions are always changing. In order to stay ahead of the game, sometimes you need to be a follower. You can follow the Voice America Business Channel on Twitter at VoiceAMBusiness. Again, that's at VoiceAMBusiness. And stay current. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time.
you're enjoying Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. You can send an email to bonnie.d.gram at sap.com. And you're invited to tweet your questions and comments during and after the show at Twitter, hashtag SAPRADIO. Now, let's get back to Coffee Break with Game Changers. Yes, indeed, we're back. This is part two of our prediction special. We're galloping along. My engineer said we could measure it in the speed of horsepower. I say we're predictions on steroids. Opening segment two, I have four more thought leaders. They are waiting to share their predictions. Let me tell you who they are. First up, we'll be welcoming John Walker, founder and managing partner of Chirp. I always want to say did you copy that from Twitter? And he says, no, I was thinking about chirping long before Twitter named themselves. He founded Chirp in 2017 following a 20-year marketing and communications career at a multinational PR firm and global corporations. He worked for Edelman and Ketchum and Cineverse, et cetera, et cetera, even the Walt Disney World Company. Joining him is Brian W. Mattimore. I always remember the W. Brian, co-founder and chief idea guy. I want that title, but I want chief idea gal. He's with the Growth Engine Company and innovation agency based in Norwalk, Connecticut. We might have time to ask him about the weather. He has written a couple of books. One is Idea Stormers, How to Lead and Inspire Creative Breakthroughs. And the other one, which I read, and that's how I met him at a book fair a couple years ago in New York, 21 Days to a Big Idea. Joining them, third up, will be Robert Tila, Senior Director at Open Text and in charge of Open Text portfolio of SAP Solutions in the Americas for oh, over four years now, since 2014. He has 20-plus years of experience in international enterprise IT markets, business development, marketing and channel sales, and rounding out this segment, Michael Harding, Senior Director of Portfolio Strategy and Management for VirtuStream. Recognized as an IT transformational leader, Michael has extensive background in SAP technology and more than 20 years of experience driving digital agendas. Welcome, gentlemen. John Walker, Chirp, you are up first. Prediction. Go ahead, John. Hey, Bonnie. Get to chat again. Thank but you. In 2019, as marketers, our range of responsibilities will continue to expand. Metrics will become even more important as investments continue to permeate the marketing organization with MarTech solutions. As marketers, we're going to have to focus on delivering results that matter and that truly help to move the revenue needle in the upward trajectory. Also, marketers are going to be increasingly held accountable for solving business problems in addition to revenue growth, in particular around the entire customer experience. Whether it's around um, saving customers money or navigating a complex, sensitive issue or even advancing the company culture, business problems will be an imperative for all marketers. And then I'd also like to say advanced technologies, whether it's AI, ML, or blockchain, they're going to continue to cause a ripple effect with marketing before gaining broad traction, meaning marketing must continually test, fail, refine, innovate, and repeat or not while keeping their focus on delivering those results that matter. And lastly, I'll just say trust will be absolutely paramount. In today's environment, trust is going to help you stand, aside, stand apart from the competitive set to make sure that everything you do is with utmost transparency, trust, and respect. Thank you, Bonnie. Thank you, John. Very, very interesting. That word trust keeps popping up. Respect. I like that you added that. I don't know if it's still possible in our crazy world, our digital world, our AI world, but we're going to find out next year. Let's move over to Brian W. Mattimore. Brian, we're ready. What do you predict for 2019? Hey, Bonnie. Yeah, I have three quick predictions. One, I think uh, I'll call them the talent wars. I think you're going to 
going to heat up with the well unemployment rate. We are finding our clients running, asking us to run ideation sessions on how to attract talent. And I think there'll be increasingly intellectual perks for the, the early in careers for the high potential. I also think that companies will be more and more asking their employees to be ambassadors of their organization mm-hmm. to uh, attract talent. That's number one. Number two, uh, I know because I've seen it, there will be a kind of a dramatic increase in, quote, virtual ideation. So uh, even a session I did uh, yesterday, we had people sort of voicing in because they couldn't come to the session. Well, that will become that much more sophisticated. And an extension of that is that there will be sort of asynchronous ideation, meaning people will be able to ideate on their own uh, time, and, um, and they'll be able to do that in ways that are very dramatic. So they'll be able to role play, uh, if you will, uh, by themselves, do thought experiments as they incorporate virtual reality into the triggers on how to generate ideas. So, you know, like Einstein, you can, you can have people run through thought experiments to come up with stuff. So, you know, we have people in the laundry business playing a day in the life on the sock. Well, they can do that at their own <laughs> computer. They don't have to do that in a group to, to come up with new ideas. Or, um, or if, if you're in the disability uh, world, you can role-play disabled people and come up with ideas you wouldn't. And the technologies are going to help that. Um, pretty much all your guests have talked about different technologies, AI, robotics, big data, Internet of Things, virtual reality, augmented reality, additive manufacturing, or 3D printing. All of those are clients we're running sessions, not so much on the technologies, but the implications of those technologies and what uh, businesses or or services can we create as these technologies um, become um, adopted. And so obviously cybersecurity and cleaning and tagging data and uh, uh, creating marketplaces to share data, et cetera, et cetera. So um, the trust wars, the uh, virtual ideation, and if you will, the Sutter's Mill phenomenon when people are getting rich, not from finding the gold, but providing the, the, the Levi's jeans and the shovels. Very interesting. Thank you. I love the idea of the, the day in the life of the sock, that ideation, Brian. And you know what I'm going to ask. I want to know, where did the other sock go? That's all I'm going to say. Well, it's, there's, it's in the oh, dryer. It's in the dryer. I don't know. There must be a, must be a whole community, another sub-world of socks from everybody's dryers. Let's move on to Robert Tila at Open Text. Robert, you're up. Predict, please. Yeah, thanks uh, for having me on. It's always a pleasure to be on your show, Bonnie. Thank um, you. So, I w- if I would um, look for a for a title or name for 2019, I would call it the intelligent and connected enterprise. Is what what companies are really mm-hmm. thriving mm-hmm. thriving to build and to get to. And uh, let me start backwards a little bit. So. The world, the world was simple with, uh, you know, pick, pick your ERP brand of choice and, you know, put that in place and uh, optimize some business processes. And now you have this connected world of all these purpose-built cloud solutions for marketing, for sales, for engineering and so on, you know, hybrid world with on-prem and cloud solutions, etc. And then, of course, you have the whole world of IoT. As an example, we're expecting about 1.6 million commercial drones by 2021. Mm. And per drone flight, Mm -hmm. they produce about 40 gigabyte of rich augmented video. Um, So there are also these connections and new types of content that companies need to manage. And that brings us to 
you know, what APIs do I have so I can connect everything and integrate it and make sense of it? And it, it begs the question, well, how do I provide intelligence on top of it? And I see a move from the whole big data discussion. I actually read an interesting uh, comment the other day about the death of the data scientist. Oh, no. Uh, oh, no. Quality <laughs> of data for specific business processes and really finding the right data and then letting uh, the AI actually do some of those things. So you, can, you have your drone process, you can... You can provide the right. You connect it to uh, your assets and your 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 processes to to fix something. Maybe AI to 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 recognize if, if something is over a certain threshold, corrosion or whatever. And then you 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 have new insights and, and you you provide that intelligence of on top of that. So I think that's um, will be um, the the big theme um, for 2019. And it's it's a big challenge because the world is complex and uh, companies thrive for simplicity and business outcomes. Absolutely. There's that word simplicity again. Thank you. Michael Harding, you're up next two minutes. Go. Thank you, Bonnie. I really Mm -hmm. appreciate uh, you having me back. It's great to be here. We're thrilled. Thank you. So my prediction for next year is all about cloud adoption, cloud adoption Mm. trends. We've seen adoption come in different waves, uh, largely aligned by verticals and industries to date. So, for example, Consumer goods, electronics, uh, manufacturing, retail, et cetera, are really three of the industries that have been largely leading the migration to cloud to date, while others have lagged a bit and continue to lag. Uh, my prediction for 2019 is that healthcare will be the largest growing cloud adoption segment uh, next year. We'll see healthcare providers are looking to more and more get out of the data center business and leverage real estate that they have available to them for services that drive revenue, whether those be ERs, ORs, uh, et cetera. It's a space that's been really somewhat constrained due to the unknown factor recently. Uh, significant waves of regulation have been predominant uh, over the last few years, which I don't think is much of a secret. Uh, yet more and more IT leaders in the healthcare space are due or overdue to make technology decisions to replace you know, antiquated technology, both across software and infrastructure. Uh, and where we've seen from a cloud adoption perspective is I think a few basic characteristics, really three of which tend to stick out for me anyway. One, cost management. Uh, Customers looking for predictability, OPEX-based financial management, and a a TCO focused, um, you know, across their IT estate. As healthcare leaders consider replacing the technology that's due for replacement, uh, they'll largely be considering cost management. Second trend is mergers and acquisitions. By and large, as M&As become predominant in a certain space, you'll see more and more cloud adoption, reason being the cloud offers an opportunity to consolidate uh, various business processes and various IT assets um, for for customers versus keeping them spread across multiple data centers at multiple uh, previous or legacy organizations. And then the third, and of course, this is the big one, is innovation. Uh, Mm -hmm. We've heard a few of the panelists here talk about IoT, ML, AI, um, by and large, we've seen that these types of technologies have led to improved predictability and therefore the ability to really address issues before they occur. Obviously, this has been you know, a mainstay in the transportation uh, industry recently, and we're seeing it in financial markets as well. But we're better to really apply predictability than to the health of our families and our loved ones, whether it's infused into hospital use cases or charitable organizations. So I think we've seen bits of it uh, across over the last couple of years, but I really believe that this is the year where healthcare will lead the next wave of cloud adoption. 
I think that's very optimistic. I appreciate that. Let's do a quick round. Just a couple words from each of you. What's in your cup, your punch bowl, your champagne glass, whatever glassware you have in front of you for the holiday season? John Walker at Chirp, what are you drinking this holiday? This holiday, we'll start with coffee, followed by water, and capping it off with champagne. Thank you. I like that champagne. Good, good, good. Brian Matamore, what's in your glass for the holiday? Well, I'm a wimp. I'm going to have Diet Dr. Pepper with ice cream, ice cream, vanilla ice cream to get the ice cream crystals. That's my celebratory drink. Oh, I like this. Sounds like a root beer float to me. Robert Tila, what are you drinking this holiday? (laughs) Yeah, I'll have what I never have throughout the year. I'll have a little zip, not much, of eggnog. Oh, have a great dairy farm here. They make a fantastic yes. eggnog. And for some reason, I never think about it. But for the holiday season, that's a great thing to have. Think about it. Michael Harding, what's in your cup for the holidays? So I'm from Boston, from the Northeast, and it's already pretty cold up here. And there's nothing better than, you know, sitting by the fire with your family with a, an ice, or sorry, a tall coffee with a little bit of Baileys in there to maybe, uh, you know, take the edge off and enjoy the time with the family and friends. Thank you. I haven't heard Bailey's in a long time. And by the way, Mr. Tila, I have eggnog in the refrigerator. It's the light version from the local Harris Teeter, and it is fantastic. Somebody's dairy farm made it. So I want to say thank you, John Walker. Thank you, Brian W. Matamore. Thank you, Robert Tila. And thank you, Michael Harding. Happy holidays to all of you. And I'm ready to take another break. And when we come back, we're going to welcome four more panelists. And I won't even tell you who they are. I'm going to make you wait and guess. So don't even think of touching that mouse, that app, that dial, but wet your whistle. Refresh yourself because this This is Coffee Break with Game Changers Radio. Predictions for 2019, and we've got some wild ones so far. Can't wait for the next seven. So, Aaron, take us off. We'll be right back. 90 seconds. Let's go. business you'll find the experts here voice america business network the time for enterprise mobility is now according to idc by 2013 over 1.19 billion workers worldwide will be using mobile technology comprising 34.9 percent of the workforce the impact of mobility on business is clear increasing numbers of business users are expected to handle critical tasks and decision making in real time no matter where they are SAP and Sybase and SAP Company offer mobile applications and underlying infrastructure with integration to SAP systems for secure access to business processes anytime, anywhere, and on any device. www.sap.com When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're enjoying Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. You can send an email to bonnie.d.gram at sap.com. And you're invited to tweet your questions and comments during and after the show at Twitter, hashtag SAPRADIO. Now let's get back to Coffee Break with Game Changers. 
Yes, indeed. This is the third third segment of part two of our 2019 prediction special. We are galloping at breakneck speed. This is predictions on steroids. Don't mind if I say that. Let me tell you who my next four very special guests are. In just a moment, we'll be hearing predictions from Chip Klein Hexel. He's a leader in Deloitte Consulting's enterprise operations practice. He focuses on business transformation projects across the wholesale distribution industry, and that includes food and beverage, chemicals, industrial equipment, and even fashion and apparel. Joining him on the segment is Sebastian Valencia, a partner with Clarkston Consulting, and I want to thank you for so many pre-tweets this morning, Sebastian. Your company has really been on board on the social promotion. We appreciate that. Sebastian is responsible for advertising executives from global organizations through strategic business transformations. He has advised clients in the U.S., Europe, Asia, the Middle East, and Latin America. The third up on this segment is John Skicka, my colleague at SAP Works in Solution Marketing. He focuses on analytics, big data, and SAP predictive analytics, machine learning, and guess what? He's the sponsor of our series called Predictive Machine Learning with Game Changers, and rumor has it he is renewing his season, his series for season two next year, and I'm thrilled and rounding out the panel is Margaret Laffin. If you're looking her up, L-A-F-F-A-N, a growth leader in SAP's Innovation Center Network for AI and Machine Learning. She's a membership of the Partnership on AI. Welcome, everyone. Let's kick this off. Chip Kleinhexel at Deloitte. We're ready for your predictions. Two minutes. Go. Hi, Bonnie. Great to be Hi. here. and Great to be here with you again. Uh, Thank my you. prediction for 2019, um, and I think I heard the gentleman uh, in the segment prior talking about cloud-based Solutions. Well, I'm going to take yes. it one step further and say that I believe that leveraging cloud-based solutions, AI is really going to break out, um, and it's going to break forward from being used with, with companies who have larger, I'd say, you know, the finances to be able to back it, <clears throat> to now be able to um, span across more companies and across more industries. Um, excuse me. My <clears throat> excuse me. Go ahead. I know Thank it's you. that time of the year. Your excuse. Go it's ahead. Time of the year. Yep. And so, you know, what we're seeing is, is not only is cloud enabling this, but we're seeing cloud-based development services now being able to focus on AI. For example, SAP Cloud Platform, where it's driving the ability to build out AI use cases, and it's, and it's affordable, it's not difficult to do, and companies are starting to take, uh, take notice and really look to take that and take the advantages of what it can bring, whether it be uh, helping customer service folks, um, and giving them information at their fingertips when a customer calls in or a customer is trying to place an order, whether it be you know, down in the back office for finance, um, enabling automatic handling of GRIR transactions that typically are a time-consuming but and a bit of a monotonous task that AI can, can drive and, and, and take, take, shape, take shape and handle. So my prediction is not only that, we'll see you know, cloud-based development services help enable AI and bring that across industries and across companies in 2019, but also that enterprise software will start to actually build this into their offerings um, and things like SAP Oracle, you name it, will have this built in as part of the solutions that you buy. Thank you very much. Sebastian Valencia at Clarkston Consulting. You're up next. Predictions, go. Thank you, Bonnie. Pleasure to be back in the show. So Thank my you. three predictions, number one, uh, business transformations will continue to be the norm. I think we're going to see many more of them in 2019. We cover the CPG and life sciences industries and these companies, especially the ones that have been in place for a long time, are going to be challenged to innovate, transform, and be bold. The newcomers 
are, are being born digital, born nimble, born social, mm-hmm. born flexible. And those that are more traditional, we're going to have to make ra- radical changes. I think the CEOs are going to be under tremendous pressures by the board, by the shareholders, by activists. And, and, and this is driven mostly by uh, poor performance and, and lukewarm growth. So I, I expect to see a lot of continued business transformations and the CEOs being put on the spot to transform and be bold. Number two, uh, we've seen tremendous numbers on mergers and acquisitions in the last couple mm-hmm. of years. Uh, and I, although I expect it to slow down a bit in 2019, the, the, the numbers and the transactions that we saw in the last couple of years are going to keep everybody pretty busy in 2019. Uh, and, and again, coupled with pressure of uh, shareholders asking for results from the acquisitions that were done in the last couple of years, we're going to see a significant amount of integration, significant amount of uh, divestitures potentially, trying to maintain the right portfolio post M&A. And then the last one, uh, sticking with the theme of technology, I strongly believe that we're going to see what we've been calling for the last two or three years as emerging technologies. We're going to see them as being emerging no longer. They're going to be mainstream. We're going to start mm. seeing real and large-scale use cases of blockchain. We're going to even work with AI and not even notice that it's there. I, I believe that the use cases for artificial intelligence are going to permeate through business and, and they're going to become second nature. And at the same time, I think analytics, something that we've been talking about in the predictive realm for several years, is already here and is going to continue to be mainstream. Those who made the bets in the last couple of years are going to be winning uh, in 2019. Thank you, Sebastian. Thank you. Emerging will turn into mainstream. I like that. John Skitka, you're up. Two minutes. Go. Thanks, Bonnie. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. I I agree with the fact that, you know, cloud will help drive things forward to companies that can't afford it uh, at this point in time. I think that we're going to see continued trouble uh, with companies trying to keep up with the demand for uh, predictive machine learning technologies and the scarcity of good practitioners. And that is going to drive, um, one, um, automation in, in a lot of tasks for data scientists. One of your previous panelists talked about the death of the data scientist. I, yes. I would more say yeah, the evolution of the data scientist. Um, and that there's going to be a focus on that end-to-end um, life cycle um, management uh, for uh, PAML, particularly with automation of a lot of the tasks. And I'm going to couple that with the democratization of some of this PAML um, in a controlled fashion, allowing business people to access and, and work with predictive capabilities uh, in, in, in a guided way and in a controlled way that will actually bring uh, that to the mainstream and, and to more people. And then coupling that, as, as was mentioned earlier, with, with, the, with the AI in the cloud, really making that affordable across the stream. So automation uh, and efficiencies for the practitioners driving this with end-to-end uh, full lifecycle management platforms for the PI uh, that they deal with, but also that democratization uh, to the business user, allowing them to use predictive analytics without having to touch a practitioner. Uh, and, and, and as I said, and, and cloud really driving that to everybody, not just the people who can afford it. 
Thank you very much. I like that word, democratization, John Skitka. Margaret Laffin, you're up next. Two minutes on the clock. You're up. Go ahead. Hi, hi, Bonnie. I'm loving hi. all these predictions for I artificial know. intelligence. So I'm going to continue the trend with my top five for 2019. So first up, we're looking at intelligent applications. So I see that 2019, we'll see the number of intelligent apps and intelligent products increase. And we know this is because we see deep learning and machine learning in the enterprise mature. So we're going to see a lot of um, uh, a lot more noise in the market around that. Second trend, we'll see a greater reliance on various uh, the conversational platforms. So leveraging digital assistance, for example, or chatbots. And here we'll see chatbot use cases extend beyond things like um, customer service and look more at how we can use uh, chatbots for e-commerce channels, for instance, and build in machine learning APIs into those processes. So uh, the third trend, and I think this is uh, lining nicely with where we're seeing some on the AI-driven uh, development side, so we're going to see a lot more around using um, AI in the context of the development process. So looking at how we create AI-enabled systems, um, systems, especially with the heavy reliance on open source uh, tools, libraries, etc. And we're already starting to see this in areas such as automated testing tools. Um, the fourth trend and this one I find very interesting, of course. It's about uh, ethics and privacy. So here, thinking about things differently, just because we can do something with artificial intelligence doesn't mean we should. And that's mm. a good one to think about. There are a number of ethical considerations, and there will be many privacy challenges regarding AI. And there are areas, for instance, where we like the idea of personalization. However, don't get creepy about it. Um, so that's one to watch for 2019. And the final fifth trend I'd uh, finish out here on is augmented AI. So this is uh, not about replacing people with AI systems, but augmenting people's roles with AI where they can focus on higher value tasks. And I came across this great quote from Eric Bonofelson and Andrew McAfee recently, which states, managers will not be replaced by AI. However, managers who use AI will replace managers who don't. And so, Bonnie, ah. 2019, lots in store for us. Thank you very much. Let's go around the table quickly. What's in your cup, your glass, your punch bowl for the holidays? Chip Klein Hexel. What are you drinking this holiday? Real fast. Bonnie, I like a, a beer from Great Lakes Brewing in Cleveland called Christmas Ale. It is a, it is a delight. It's an absolute Well, the title is delightful, too. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Let's move to our next panelist in order, Sebastian Valencia. What do you be drinking? Bonnie, I'll be heading down south to Colombia, to my hometown in Medellin. So when in there with the warm weather, I'll be enjoying a great cup of uh, Colombian coffee, Colombian Supremo. That's what I'm drinking. Oh, anything Supremo sounds terrific to me. And let's go to John Skitka in Canada. John, what do you be drinking? Uh, scotch and eggnog. Oh, together? Yes, well, rum and eggnog works, scotch and eggnog works even better. I just wanted to know because after the show, I'm going to go hit the what's left of the eggnog and add something. No, I have another radio show this afternoon. I'll have to wait. Don't, don't eggnog me on, John Skitka. Margaret Laffin, what will you be drinking for the holidays? I'll be with my family, Bonnie, enjoying mulled wine. Sounds delicious. I want to thank our 
four panelists in segment three, Chip Klein-Hexel. And a shout-out, of course, to Carla Neal, our wonderful, good, supportive friend at Deloitte. Thank you, Carla, for getting so many terrific people like Chip with us all year long. Sebastian Valencia, Clarkson Consulting. Thank you, John Skitka. Looking forward to working with you on another great year of Predictive Machine Learning Radio. And Margaret Laffin, come and be with us on the radio. More all of you. Happy holidays to you. We're going to take our final break. When we come back, we've got three more thought leaders waiting in the wings to share their expertise. So, Aaron, let's do it. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. The time for enterprise mobility is now, according to IDC. By 2013, over 1.19 billion workers worldwide will be using mobile technology, comprising 34.9% of the workforce. The impact of mobility on business is clear. Increasing numbers of business users are expected to handle critical tasks and decision-making in real time, no matter where they are. SAP and Sybase and SAP Company offer mobile applications and underlying infrastructure with integration to SAP. SAP Systems for secure access to business processes anytime, anywhere, and on any device. www.sap.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're enjoying Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. You can send an email to bonnie.d.gram at sap.com. And you're invited to tweet your questions and comments during and after the show at Twitter, hashtag SAPRADIO. Now, let's get back to Coffee Break with Game Changers. Yes, indeed. We've already heard from, let's see, do the math, 4 plus 4, 12 thought leaders. We have three more waiting patiently to share their predictions. Let me tell you who they are. Juliet Henry, Vice President of Data Privacy and Protection with EpiUse America. She leads the GDPR Security and Governance Risk and Compliance Practice. Over 21 years of experience in strategic advisory, solution architecture and delivery, and best practice security role design. Welcome, Juliet. Joining her is Craig Stassel. I hope I have his last name correct platform innovation executive at sap supporting strategic customers in north america with adoption of sap cloud platform his passion demonstrating how side-by-side extensions can help companies realize their intelligent enterprise strategy and who doesn't want to be an intelligent enterprise and rounding out the panel ian gertler who's my neighbor um, probably about 30 minutes away here in north carolina he's the founder and cmo of simplegities i got it right He focuses on connecting the dots between people, processes, and technology. He has worked with Cisco, IBM, 1-800-Flowers, the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation, and Special Olympics, from that end of big enterprises to startups that redefine the norms. Welcome. Three of you, Juliet Henry, predictions, two minutes. You're up first. Go ahead. Hi there, Bonnie. I'm just going to keep on going from the previous predictions that I heard when I dialed in. Um, Ethics of AI is one of my top predictions for 2019. Data becoming a commodity. There's a greater awareness of how personal data, and here I'm not just talking about your name and social security number or ID, but mm-hmm. your everyday choices, such as the car that you drive, how this information can be used or possibly even misused to, to present you with specific or limited choices. Um, 
there's studies that algor- uh, that algorithms today in artificial intelligence are so sophisticated that they can predict better predict your choices or behaviors than your own friends or family. So my prediction is that ethics of AI is going to become uh, increasingly important in 2019. It's going to lead to a lot more discussion, delving into the concepts of things like moral code or possibly even thing, you know, something like machine consciousness, if you will. Um, so what training do our developers need, the, the developers that are involved in, in AI technologies, to ensure that there's no skewing of the choices that are presented to you, um, the consumer? And then my second prediction is around data privacy. So we've seen mm-hmm. the California Consumer Protection Act coming into law, as well as the Brazil General Data Protection uh, Law, both signed in 2018, coming into effect in 2020. So I think that um, we're going to see some more states in the United States following in the footsteps of GDPR, trying to um, focus on things like gaining consent, greater transparency of how your data is used and just better information for consumers uh, and the rights that they have to their own data and how it's used uh, in business today. Thank you very much, Julia. Let's move quickly to Craig Stasela. Craig at SAP. Predictions, two minutes. They're yours. Go. All right. Thank you very much. It's the holiday season and I am in a pretty giving mood. Uh, The first uh, prediction I have for 2019 is a really good prediction for developers. There's just going to be a continuation and acceleration of the tools that are going to be available uh, that for developers to uh, create, uh, you know, real knowledge and knowledgeable and valuable uh, assets. And they're going to have to worry about infrastructure and really for the first time, um, since the promise of all this virtualization, you will actually see developer tools and, uh, you know, from an enterprise perspective, an enterprise-grade uh, abstraction and code as a service uh, be really rolled out in 2019. Uh, next, I think that robotics uh, process automation, or RPA, combined with embedded machine learning and AI will be the hottest trend in 2019. Every single vendor will be touting their RPA and machine learning and AI capabilities, uh, that an enterprise-focused uh, RPA and ML startups will be exceedingly hot. I would actually look to see some acquisitions uh, in that area in 2019. And we will also be able to see measurable productivity gains in 2019, specifically due to RPA, ML, and AI. And then not everything that uh, is, is uh, coming down in 2019 is great. Uh, you know, maybe there's going to be some cold in your stocking in 2019 or in 2018, mm-hmm. moving into 2019, not everything is rosy. Uh, because next month in January, it will mark the 10th anniversary of the release of Bitcoin and the introduction of blockchain technology. And over the past decade, I cannot think of a single technology that has had more hype with so little return. So my prediction go. for 2019 is there will be a highly publicized blockchain implementation failure. It won't Ooh. be high because nobody is really going all in on blockchain right now, but there will be something that goes out there and it will go bad. And this will lead to many analysts wondering if that blockchain is dead. How does this end? I don't know. We're going to have to tune in 
next year to find out what my 2020 predictions are. Thank you, Craig. I think that's fodder for a lot of country music to be written about it and probably some rap songs. So let's move quickly to Ian Gertleritz <laughs> and Plegades. I finally pronounced your company right. Ian, exactly two minutes. We've got to keep it tight. Go ahead. Definitely. Well, hard to believe that 2019 is approaching. But with that said, I think innovation will start to become more collaborative versus silo-focused as we build bridges between the many emerging technologies like AI, machine learning, IoT, augmented reality, and beyond. Um, We'll also see an increasing commitment to the human experience versus just the customer experience, where tech for tech's sake shifts to more of the impact it makes on supporting people. Um, I think we want technology that solves rather than creates new challenges. With that said, we'll also see more scrutiny as breaches and bad actors Mm -hmm. cause mainstream mainstream problems. Cybersecurity and trust will need to be foundational elements across everything. Cybersecurity will continue to address external factors that contribute to the harmful situations, while the more challenging one could actually be building a proper set of ethics and trust internally. Um, For this, you know, it requires that individuals take a more active role in their digital data presence. Mm-hmm. However, I read a great quote from Prof, uh, Professor James Schofield O'Rourke from the University of Notre Dame recently in a Pew Research Report, and I think this touches on everything we should focus on in 2019. <clears throat> Thank you Technology very much. Has, yep. throughout mm-hmm. recorded Go. history, been mm-hmm. a largely neutral concept. The question of its value has always been dependent on its application. So for me, that states a lot about where we need to look at for everything with technology in 2019, as well as the human element. Thank you, Ian. Let's quickly go around the table and get your holiday drinks from the three of you. Juliet Henry, what will be in your cup, your mug, your punch bowl, your glass on New Year's Eve or over Christmas? Go ahead. Um, I'm going to be busy on a couple of projects still, so probably heavily caffeinated tea to just get me through the holidays. <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh, you can sneak something with a little bit of oomph to it. I know you will. Craig Stasselow, what are you going to be drinking over the holidays? This holiday season and every holiday season, <laughs> my favorite drink is a white Russian. Ooh, I haven't had one of those in years. Remind me, that's uh, cream and what's it? What's cream, the uh, alcohol? Cream, vodka, and uh, maybe some ice cubes. Oh, yeah, my goodness. I'll skip the vodka. I'll just go with the cream and the Kahlua. That sounds very good to me. Ian Gertler, what's in your cup for the holiday? Well, I was going to say, you know, a good uh, cup of coffee with a shot of Bailey's and Kahlua, but I think the White Russian sounds better now. It really does. Thank you very much. I want to say thank you to Julian Henry at EPIUS. Give a shout out to your colleagues at EPIUS America for me, please, and around the world, Juliet. Craig Stassel at SAP, Ian Gertler at Simplegities. Oh, I'm right on the money with this one. I want to say a thank you to our intrepid engineer, very brave man, Aaron, Aaron Keller at the Business Channel team. Thank you so much for getting us on the air. Aaron, you're just a wizard with keeping those phone lines packed with my guests. We have had 50 
15 thought leaders today. I'm grateful to each and every one of you. So we're not done yet. This is just segment two, part two. We have four more left next Wednesday, right before the holiday, December 19th. We'll be back here on Coffee Break, 11 a.m. Eastern on the Business Channel with part three. I have 15 more thought leaders with predictions for you. And that's not even just barely halfway through. We'll be back in January the 9th, the 16th, and the 23rd with dozens more predictions, 80 people this year, I got to tell you. We're lining up some spectacularly exciting new series under the Game Changers banner for 2019, and I can't wait to bring those to you in January. So, Bonnie D. Graham signing off. Happy holidays almost to all, and here's my call to action. You know it. You can probably recite it from me, but I won't make you do it. Fasten your seatbelt. What are you waiting for? Go out and celebrate the holiday mindfully, authentically, safely, carefully, with love in your heart, and be a game changer today. I'll be back this afternoon, believe it or not, 2 p.m. with Changing the Game in HR, looking back on 2018 in the world of HR and looking ahead to 2019. Have a great rest of the day. Bye-bye. Thanks again for tuning in to Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. The best-run businesses run SAP. To keep the Coffee Break conversation going, tweet your questions and comments to Twitter, hashtag pound sign S-A-P-R-A-D-I-O. Please join your host, Bonnie D. Graham, again next Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great week.